everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How are you, King? Still ill, but yeah, I'm good. Thank ah. you for asking. <laughs> One day Thank we're going to hear you not be ill. Yeah, yeah. I've still got that husky, sort of sexy voice, so I'm hoping it'll stick around for a bit more. You've been licking windows and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, and, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Guardrails to keep yeah. that husky covering voice going. Covering myself up and just sneezing <laughs> constantly. <laughs> keep it going. Yes, indeed. Well, welcome everyone to episode 30. I think that's the reason for celebration, King. Do you ever think we'd make it to 30 podcasts when we started this? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I yeah, hope I so. thought too. <laughs> what reasons wouldn't we get there? Even if no one listened, I'd still record. Well, your illness might have taken a turn for the worst. Luckily, they do listen, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, episode 30, and mm. obviously the season's finished, but we've got some work to do. We for those do. that listened last week, they would know that we spent the entire podcast basically talking about offense. Yep. And all of the good offensive players from last year. Yep. We missed out a few. Yep. Because there's only room for 11 in the starting lineup. There is, absolutely. But this week, we've got to give love to the defense. Mm-hmm. Because, although it might not be the uh, the reason you get into NFL in the first place, maybe it is. It wasn't for me, at least. It was for me. It wasn't for me. But I appreciate defense more. Now, the longer I've been in, I've been watching the game, mm-hmm. you start to understand what they're doing, and uh, yeah, I, I, I actually I can appreciate a really good defense now. Yeah, you pick up on some things, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What exactly is going on? Where, where they're switching out players and uh, man's and zone and you know all that lovely stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so. It's so, our task today, King. Yep. Same as we did last week, we're mm-hmm. going to pick out the best player at each position. Yep. So our starting 11 of the best defensive players 2016 slash 17. Oh, slash. Mm. Yep. And then we're going to also probably do a rookie class as well. I was going to say, should we start with the rookie class <gasps> and go the other way around <gasps> that we did last week? You wild man. Yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Well, we can do. This illness is really driven, do it that way, driven then, me wild. Yeah. All right, we can do that. I think so. Now, I've made a 3-4 defence here. I have as well. Good. Shall we start a defensive end then? Let's get straight into this then. Let's. <laughs> I think we've got a unanimous pick at one one of these defensive ends. I've moved him to outside linebacker, but I know you're talking about. <laughs> All right, well, I've put Joseph Bosa okay. as my first defensive end. Love that pick. In the rookie class. Love that pick. Yes. The third pick for the Los Angeles now Chargers. Yes. And, I mean, there's not much point talking about it. I mean, he didn't obviously play every game for certain reasons. Played 11... He started 11 games. Yeah. Did he get 10 and a half sacks? 10 and a half sacks, a forced fumble, 41 combined tackles, 29 total. 46 pressures. Yeah. 46 (laughs) pressures, Jim. This guy... I mean, I think we might have peaked already in terms of the I'm pretty sure he is the best player this year. Yeah. At least on the rookie side. Defensively, he was the best player, I think. Well, the there's, stats certainly don't lie. There's a couple that that are close, absolutely, and you can make a debate over. But I think Bosa was the biggest impact player, especially okay. missing the full full training camp as well. Which, as a as a rookie, is is you know you, you just can't. It's priceless. You need to getting those reps in, getting used to the speed, the physicality yeah. of those players, even if they're on your own team. But you know he didn't get a chance to do that and was just told to go rush the passer. He looked quicker than everyone else on the field, didn't he? Yeah, and stronger. Yeah. And had more finesse. 
<laughs> I know it's. I know that was how he was touted, though. He touted it was the, one of the most pro-ready players coming into the into the league this year. Um, if you want to see someone hurt by the combine, then look at Joey Bosa. Yes, yeah. he looked distinctly average. Destroyed him really everything, not just the the workout reps, but mm-hmm. also his interviewing. Yep, did really badly. He then got up on in front of the media and blamed something for you know everyone but himself for the bad interview sessions he had. Yep, uh, yep. just a real train crash of a, a combine for Joey Bosa. Yeah, and I think from seeing him at Ohio State play there, his stats the first two years were ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then he started getting double and triple teamed and, and was taking out the game somewhat. Um, just purely because there was too many players on him, not because he couldn't beat. He was beating double teams still occasionally, but mm-hmm. it's, just, it's similar to the Kandichi thing or the Clowney thing. But he, you put him one-on-one in the NFL and he will run tackles ragged and he is so tenacious that was the thing I noticed he doesn't give up on the play does C- he a couple of times against a really good offensive line in the in the Oakland Raiders was maybe stalled initially enough time maybe for Carr to get out but did he stop did he you know take a play off no nope. kept going mm-hmm. and got some late sacks that were important actually yeah um, I was very very impressed when he came in and, and how well he played and, and also how much the team like engaged with him every time he got a sack people were getting involved and he seemed fired up, so no, it's good to see. Yeah, it could have easily gone the other way, couldn't it? But it's really nice to see that he was able to integrate with the team. and Indeed. And to get almost a sack a game is ridiculous. Yeah, I've got him outside linebacker, but yes, he is in my team. See, I've got other people that are outside linebacker. I don't want to waste a spot. I'm doing waste a spot with Joey Bosa. Are you <laughs> it's a rookie class, mate. I don't know how joking? many you've got filling up your uh, defensive ends. Okay. Would you like one of my defensive ends? Well, let's see. Who have you picked as your other defense? Okay, yeah, you've got two defensive ends. Okay, let's hear one. I've got Noah Spence. Noah Spence, eh? Yeah. Because Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. He just he, he had was a good, he good was, season. He had a good season. He had a good season. He's a second round pick as well, which is important to say because there's value in that. Mm-hmm. Only had five and a half sacks, but he slipped in the draft because of character issues. Yeah. Um, started off playing Div One, then dropped down. And, you know, he had some concerns coming in, which is why he slipped into the second round. And what a pickup for the for the Bucks to put mm. him alongside Jerry McCoy, put yeah. him in front of Le- um, Levante David, Quan Alexander. They've got some really nice young pieces there now. We mentioned Spence during the season as well. We I did, he yeah. Came up when I was doing one of the games for the Bucks. Yeah, you picked him out as one of the players of the week. Yeah, mm. he's, um, yeah, he had a fantastic season. Um, and that's why I picked him. So. Can't get mad, bro. No, and he's and he's he's first and foremost he's a run stuffer, so he doesn't necessarily always rush the passer. So that although five and a half compared to Bosa's in a limited season, ten and a half sacks. Pretty much everyone else's pales compared to Bosa's stats. So yeah. we're not going to play the no. stats game too much. No, but he he's sort of a situational guy. He doesn't necessarily always rush the passer. He's play smart. very much a, yeah, play smart, lane discipline, mm-hmm. stop That's your what gap. You want. Yep, no, you play very well. Is Spence in your team? He's not. And you called him out in the what? season. <laughs> There's other people to put in. Okay, 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 okay. Happy All with right. that pick, though? I'm happy with that pick. Cool. Uh, my other defensive end was okay. a player who did pretty well considering he's on one of the worst defences in the league. The seventh pick in the draft, DeForest Let, do, Buckner. Oh, Buckner, okay. DeForest Buckner for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. You know, he did play all but one game, mm-hmm. or start all but one game. 73 combined tackles, 43 total, six sacks, and a pass deflection. 
no one else on that team was doing anything like that. So. No, no. And they had Armitage, who was there. Armstead, sorry, Eric Armstead, Eric Armstead. who was there the year before, and, and Buckner by far was the best defensive lineman on that team. Yeah, he just walked straight in and was the best thing on the team. Yeah, absolutely. Apart from Navarro Bowman, when Bowman was fit. Yeah, but from a line perspective, yeah. they both. Yeah, he was the standout. Um, Twenty hurries as well, which was pretty decent, and again was more of a more of you know was still he didn't look like he was as polished necessarily as Bosa coming out mm-hmm. um, and certainly this season I didn't feel he, like he was as polished no but he looks like someone who could get you 10 to maybe 15 sacks no 10 to 12 sacks a season if um, he had some help around him as yeah. a big guy yeah so I, I also have Forrest Buckner in hey. a defense, defensive line so well. yeah I've, uh, I've got that guy excellent yes yes so, oh, so we're, we're not mad at any of these picks so far no, we're not. No. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, we're doing well. So my defensive tackle. Interesting. Or do you want to go for yours? or you have No, to I'm interested to see where yours is. I went for the 67th pick in the draft, King. That was third round. Okay. Malik Collins. Yes. For the Cowboys. Good pick. Thank you. <laughs> Good pick. Uh, five sacks. Force fumble as well for the boy. Yep. Um, he just looked absolutely solid through the entire season. I just really liked the way he was uh, pressuring up the interior, which is all you want from a defensive tackle, really. Absolutely. I overlooked him, actually. <laughs> Frankly, now you said it. Frankly, okay. I I didn't pick him, but Who'd I should have done. Then? I should have done. I actually went with a guy who didn't start the season as the starter Okay. Um, and worked his way into one of the more prolific defensive lines in the league. Right. So, Houston might be there. D. Ford might be there. Yes. Tabahai Lee might be there. <laughs> you know, they've hey. got Don Terry Poe might be there mm, as well. They've got mm. some guys. Smelling a cheefy, cheefy vibe here. They've got some guys. <laughs> but Chris Jones, to me, Chris st- Jones yeah. stepped up. Had a good season. Only started 11 games. Didn't start the season as... No. Wasn't the starter as of the beginning of the season. Um, but came in and just looked athletic, looked physical fit right in with those guys he's in the kind of place did he which is no. a really big compliment and to play into it's kind of difficult to he's not a flashy guy he's not got the stats he's not but you have to be so disciplined and educated to play with those outside linebackers defensive ends in Houston and and, and D Ford particularly this year yeah because um, you know they can I don't, I'm not they're such good players and they sound this will sound like I'm, ta- I'm having a go but because their job is to rush the pass so they can be careless when it comes to discipline mm. so he needs to plug up that middle yeah uh, and he did that immensely well so just in, you know inside them so that was that was my three Buckner Noah Spence and I've got my Jones as my third but I okay. like your pick I actually like your pick I'm sorry like, yeah I overlooked because I went second round so if anything from a value perspective you should win that one just think if you think about the weaknesses for the Cowboys on defense it was secondary and Malik Collins was one of the reasons that yeah. no one talked about a, a, a deficiency on, on the front seven. Yeah, and and also they ha- they lacked pass rush at the start of the mm. season, and and he created some in- from the inside, which is yeah. difficult to do. So yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. I think he trumps Jones, frankly. Good Ooh. choice. <laughs> do you mean I won one? You won. You won that one. Okay. Well, we'll see how we go now because I've I've got an extra outside linebacker now. Yeah, I know, but I've got Bosa coming off the edge with those three big boys yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All yep. right, well, so I'll go with an outside linebacker then. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with the ninth pick in the draft. I, I've also got him as outside linebacker. Come on. 
I've got him. Floyd. Concussions. Chicago Bears. Concussions killed his season, but he had a great he still year. Played, he still started 12 games. Yep. Still had seven sacks, a safety, <sighs> forced fumble, two pass defended. He looked great. Yeah. He, he did look very 23 good. 23 tackles, 33 combined. Mm-hmm. This boy was the only bright spark for apart from, on the on the defensive side yep. for the Chicago Bears this season. I agree. And Absolutely you, agree. You could feel it when he wasn't in the lineup. Yeah, no, they missed him for sure. He looked like a leader as well straight away, which is another big thing. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to do when you come in into the league. Um, but yeah, he looked great. I've got him opposite Bosa outside linebacker. Yeah, you see, I put D- Bosa at defensive end. So really, I I was struggling to find someone as good as Floyd. I think he was the outstanding outside linebacker. Swipe at Bosa. Swipe him outside linebacker. What I'm saying, if you put Bosa at defensive end, then Leonard Floyd is the best outside linebacker. Yeah, but do you like the if fact that I've Bosa's the, the middle player in the defence? Three big boys up, you up have. front, and then I've got there. a bit of pace and speed right outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> on, who's then. your other outside linebacker? Sorry, you got to go there first before we move on. Another one. Um, I am going with. Jatavis Brown. Okay. As my other outside linebacker. Nice pick. Yeah. He was the 175th, was he? Yeah, 175th pick. For, in round five for the Los Angeles Chargers. I know, he played well. Yeah. Uh, three and a half sacks, uh, six passes defended, two forced fumbles. He only started seven games, but he was such a good um, addition to your defense. I gave him a shout out during the season, do you remember? I did. When he... When he blocked or had the pass defended at the last minute mm-hmm. of the game after he'd gone off twice in, into concussion protocol yeah he came back in came that's, back that's in. one of the reasons I put him in because yeah. I knew you couldn't re-argue him clutch clutch <laughs> you're not going to argue against the charger no he's great he did re- <laughs> that was a really good pick yes so that was my other outside linebacker right okay so I'm going to go back to back with my middle linebacker sure okay just because I'm trying to explain how my team fits mm-hmm so I've got those three pluggers. I've got Jones, I've got Spence, and I've got Buckner up front. Yeah. I've got Boaster and Floyd on the edge. Yeah. My team's disgusting. <laughs> and then what do you need then when you've got those two? Because in theory, I want them rushing most of the time. You need someone to hold back. I need some speed. Mm. I need some speed in the middle. Okay. So I've gone with a guy who Good I speed. originally called the defensive rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. In Darren Lee. Yes, you did. I've gone with Darren Lee. Yeah. Who only started 13 games or played 13 in 13 games. Only started 9 times. Yep. But he racked up 73 tackles in 9 starts combined, yeah. That's obscene. It is, yeah. And that was a bad Jets team as well. That's obscene. Yeah. And he is rapid. He is absolutely rapid for a linebacker. Guess who else is rapid? Who had a fantastic year and also had a fantastic Super Bowl? I think you might be talking about Dion Jones. I've gone with Dion Jones <laughs> to pair with Darren Lee. Well, this is embarrassing because I did the same thing. Both those two. Yeah, oh, those are my inside linebackers. Spud me, man. Best. <laughs> Mate. Yeah, we don't get involved in it, but I mean, come on, Dion Jones, 108 tackles on 13 games. Yeah, and you know, three interceptions, two touchdowns, so two pick sixes. Uh, force fumble a pass deflection this boy was everywhere and he was not phased by the bright lights of Super Bowl 51 no he had a great game mm. he had a fantastic game there was no way that he wasn't going to get into this team nope and that's why we both put him in exactly and, he, and Darren Lee as the other inside linebacker yeah, he Lee. had a very good season 
Uh, 20th pick for the Jets. Yep. Deion Jones went second round, 52nd pick for the Falcons. He did indeed. That was a steal, by the way. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, in hindsight, obviously. Yeah. You know. yeah, they got their... You know, I know everyone makes that comment, but Quinn is trying to emulate his... His Seahawks, his Seahawks defense, and he's picked up his sort of Bobby Wagner type mm. with Dion Jones. Mm. They may or may not have one more player in my team. <laughs> well, we've got to do the uh, the defensive backs now. We do. So let's start with a cornerback, shall we? Easy. This is the easiest one. Go on then. How many are we have? One, two, two, two. Two safeties, two cornerbacks. Perfect. I'm going with Vernon Hargreaves first. Eleventh pick. Yes. He was targeted 114 times. For the Bucks. For the Bucks, yeah. He was targeted 114 times this season, Jim. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many touchdowns he gave up? How many touchdowns did he give up? Two. Oh, two, okay. As a rookie, yeah. an undersized corner, loving it. He was uh, opposite Grimes, wasn't he? He was. He was. Which means he got thrown to a lot. 114 is a fair amount of targets. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, he was good in press man, which is rare for someone who... It's coming out of the draft, frankly. It's mm. um, something you typically have to learn. Uh, only certain people can pull it off, which is why you see a lot of corners playing zone. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Good with his hands at the point of attack, so difficult to create separation. It was very impressive, Hargreaves. Actually. Yeah, he, he had a very good season. I didn't pick him, but he was in my shortlist. You say, what? You didn't <laughs> pick Hargreaves? No. Jesus. Who was your other pick then, cornerback? Oh, one? mate. is really... Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, okay. Jalen Ramsey. I was Ramsey. hoping you said <laughs> He is... Fifth pick for the Jags. Yes, indeed. And is just so consistent and smooth. Yeah, played all 16 games, which is helpful for a start. Yeah. Uh, 65 tackles combined, 14 pass deflections, two interceptions, and a, a pick six, and a forced fumble in there as well. Yep. Just really everything you wanted from uh, what was... A quick secondary, but not a very effective secondary for the Jags. Yeah, until now. yeah, absolutely. He he's he's just so consistent, and mm. he is n- nothing seems to phase him. He's aggressive, but also conservative. He is. He's like the epitome of a slam dunk pick, isn't also he? Also, like, not getting hit. There, the there were no worries about him coming into the draft. It's nope. like he is the best cornerback in the draft. He's not causing you any yep. problems. Yeah, it's like when Patrick Peterson came in. Yeah, because there's never been a cornerback taken first overall. No, and both him and Peterson were touted as the best players in that draft class. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, actually, if you took him first overall, your fan base might be annoyed until they started seeing him play. Because I don't think, based on Peterson's career and what we've seen so far from Ramsey, yeah. either of the teams that pick first overall would be disappointed if they had either of those players <laughs> on their teams. It's just someone's got to take the plunge first, you know, set the precedent that it can mm-hmm. be done and not miss. Mm. But yeah, Ramsey was as advertised coming out, slam dunk talent, and just he's just so polished. Be- yeah. Beautiful to watch him play, frankly. He looks like a veteran. Well... The reason that you picked Jalen Ramsey was because of those stats and just how smooth he was. So I, I found a cornerback, yep. other than Vernon Hargraves, Interesting. that uh, had pretty much the identical stats to Jalen Ramsey as my other cornerback. Fantastic. He had the, he was the 25th pick in the draft. 25th pick? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go with a bloody Artie Burns? I am going with Artie oh Burns. Oh my God. <laughs> 
You got to put a Steeler in there. Are you impressed that I knew that after you just saying it? Twenty fifth pick. Well, come on, yeah, they always pick around twenty five. Oh no, you haven't gone with him. Artie Burns only started nine games, no, that King, but he still had the same stats as Jalen Ramsey: sixty five tackles, only three less on his own, thirteen pass deflections. That's one less. Three interceptions. That's one more than Ramsey. That's very impressive. Do yeah. you know why though? Because people were scared of Ramsey best... and they didn't throw at him. Oh, oh, right, okay. Yes. That is I right. don't think that's true. It is true. It obviously is true. I'm not okay, having to but dig going away from Willie Gay. No, they weren't. Yeah. They're thrown at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> They're thrown Artie at everyone. Burns did what Jalen Ramsey did with five less games. Yeah. And about <clears throat> 200 more attempts. Thrown to about 200 more times. Mm. Uh, I disagree with that. But well, come on. I think He's had a really good first season. He had a very good year. I'm not having a go at his play. What I'm saying is I've picked the two guys who I think are the best press man. Because mm-hmm. based on my team, if I'm going two outside linebackers, I'm expecting to rush, I need to be playing press man. I've got two basically identical players here at cornerback. I took a simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> I've let you... I'll look at the stats. I don't care about the stats. You are the one that always tells me to not know, look at the I stats. <laughs> That's outrageous. Uh, he had a good year, but he's nowhere near as good as Jalen Ramsey. I just, oh, he's in the team with Jalen Ramsey. He's on the other side. Yeah, he's going to get thrown to again about a million times because they're not thrown at Ramsey's way. He'll get three interceptions to get more than Jalen Ramsey did. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Eli Apple, but either way. Oh, never. Never. Not with his, uh, his flag machine ways. Called it. Before the draft, I said he was going to be a flag machine mm-hmm. and he was. We've got some safeties to pick now, King, to round out this team. Yeah, one's a done deal. One is a done deal. Are we talking about another Super Bowl player? We are. That is, there's no way you can't put him in your team. Whoa. Yeah. Keanu. <laughs> that, I got Keanu it. I got, the, <laughs> I got the impression. Yeah. Yes. 17th yes. pick for the Falcons was Keanu Neal. Yeah. And, jeez, uh, like 106 combined tackles. Mm-hmm. 72 total. Nine f- pass deflections. Five forced fumbles. He was everywhere on that team. Yeah, he was. Missed two games. He was. I read something really interesting about him, was, again, about the Seahawks comparison with Dan Quinn. Okay. Was someone described him on, this is on NFL's website as well. Yeah. Described him as, like Cam Chancellor, but faster, was the quote. (laughs) And it, uh, and he looked every, he looked like that, frankly. He looked that good this season. Yeah, I didn't really see him have an off game. Nope, didn't, not one. And do you know what May plays was? And do you know what I liked about him was he was physical, but he timed everything perfectly, yeah. which meant he didn't get late hit flags, no. he didn't get unnecessary roughness flags. He was, I'm going to hit you, but I'm going to hit you legally between in the chest, and you are not going to forget your plan against me. Yeah. And I went, you know, this guy, I like going any more yards than the contact. Basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, he was fantastic. Uh, really good player this year. Did he go to the Pro- He would have gone to the Pro Bowl. I think he was voted to the Pro Bowl, but he couldn't play, obviously. Couldn't play if he's Super in the Super Bowl. But he, he looked like a Pro Bowl player. He was one of the top five safeties, I think, this year in the league, let, mm-hmm. not rookies. Oh, yeah. In the league. Oh, he would have probably walked into the uh, the main team. Yeah, and he, do you know what? He looked. People before. At the start, when he was picked, he was, he was reasonably highly regarded, but as like a late first, early second. Well, he was picked in the. It was 17th. Yeah. So, but he seemed, people were saying he was, he'd, you know, had been, it was a bit of a reach to take him where they took him. And, you know, good for him. Good for him proving not them wrong. Are saying that now? No, they're not. 
They absolutely aren't saying that now. No, it's a good quiet on Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn has had a good draft this year. So he's going to he's going to be the jo- interesting one. Jones and uh, Jones and Neil. Jones and Neil. Yeah. It's r- ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It so, is ridiculous. Last one on the rookie class, then King. Well, I had your back on this. What do you mean? I had your back. Yeah, what do you and mean? You've gone and taken Artie Burns, what? which is ridiculous. <laughs> Because your best rookie was obviously Sean Davis. Oh, you wanted Sean... Okay. Oh. I wanted to put Sean Davis in, but I couldn't put two in. So I had to Exactly. Leave. You had to, <laughs> and you picked the wrong one. No, I didn't. I think Burns had a good season. Sean not Davis... Better than, not better than Hargraves. I... Not better than Hargraves, which means if you're going to put one in, you've got to be putting Sean Davis in. All he right. played six, all 16 games, but only started nine of them. Mm-hmm. Again, very similar yeah. to Artie Burns. I think that's why I didn't put him in, really. It's... The stats weren't high enough for the, the nine games. They weren't high enough. He had 70 tackles, one and a half sacks, five <laughs> passes defenders, defended, and a pick. Oh, you're right. Okay, he was brilliant. What stats are you after? <laughs> <laughs> what stats are you after? I just wanted you to say them. <laughs> he got one and a half sacks, mate. That's the impressive thing. Blitzing. Suckers. He also split time between corner and safety, which to me I like yep. because I like bullhawks on my team. He was quick. And he's rapid. He's clearly got hands. And, you know, can delay blitz, which, you know, I love from a Steelers safety. Because mm-hmm. you had someone that used to do that, didn't you? used to do quite a lot of delayed safety blitzes. Yeah, I yeah. remember that guy. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> but, yeah, so Sean Davis is my team. So I did go for a Steeler. Okay. I did have your back. Thank you, man. Well, I, I never thought I would pick a Saint in the uh, defensive team of the year. Okay. Well, the rookie team, anyway. But uh, Von Bell, second round pick, number 61. Uh, for the Saints, had a very good season. He went about his business. Yeah, 87 tackles, a sack, four passes defended, two forced fumbles, and, you know, you don't spend a lot of time talking about the Saints' defence because they're largely anonymous, but yes. Von Bell did manage to carve out a bit of a name for himself uh, at safety position. Yes, did well. Not obviously too far back in the secondary, you like <laughs> coming, coming down to the line, but... Um, yeah, I, I liked his play this season, so... Yeah, he was a thumper. He was good. I liked him as well. I just thought Davis pipped him. Yeah, I didn't want to look too much of a, you know... I don't think you're mad at my pick, home, are you? Home run bias. You're not <laughs> mad at my pick, are you? No, I'm not mad at your pick. You found the pick Sean Davis. Yes. I never. I thought you'd just not do out of, you know... No, I... Just because I'm a Steeler fan, you would never pick a Steeler. I went for that. What I think's... Oh, I picked two charges in this team. You did. One I couldn't really got away of not picking, but <laughs> yeah, one you definitely had to pick. <laughs> I just picked him in a different position. Yeah, which technically is his position, kind of. He'd Draft play outside linebacker if he played free four. Yeah. Anyway, so that is the the rookie team then, King. You you happy with the? I'm happy with my team. <laughs> one of your one of the sidelines. One of your sides of the pitch is absolutely. I can't open. believe you're, you're slamming Artie Burns now. You said yourself had a good season. This is just you know. It's just ribbing. Yeah, because you didn't pick Hargreaves. That's the obvious choice. It's such Not a the obvious choice. It's it just isn't. It is. It isn't. They were wheeling around different cornerbacks there. There were about three or four cornerbacks going in and out of that game for the for the Bucks. Hargreaves wasn't there all the time in the game, you know. He's been rotationed didn't, out. Didn't notice him because they stopped throwing the ball towards him. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. Like Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. Basically, no one's going to throw us. Oh, what? Hargreaves Island. I never heard that this season. No one's going to throw us at all. <laughs> And they can't run on us because they got the two fastest linebackers. Oh, lordy. Whew. Anyway. My team. Anyway, that's it. That is the, the rookie team done. Yep. Let's have a break. Let's come back for part two. Let's. 
Welcome back to the Jim and the King NFL podcast. This is the Defense Wins Championships edition, episode 30, King. Yep. And for part two, we're going to have to drop a brand new section. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's that time of year when stuff starts happening, you know, when players are done playing football and they start tackling uh, officers of the law. Yep. And uh, family members. Yep. <laughs> and loved ones. May or may not be female. Exactly. Yep. It's time for Felony Watch. Felony Watch. Felony, felony Watch. I love it. Carry on. <laughs> Absolutely love it. So, first up, <laughs> ex-NFL player. I think we can probably say that with authority. Yeah, for sure. Trent Richardson. And Big Breakfast Eater. Oh, he loves an all-dayer. <laughs> T-Rich. T-Rich. Arrested last week Thursday okay. in Hoover, Alabama. Bama. Bama. Yep. On third degree domestic violence. Roll tide, yep. Against his girlfriend. Oh, I, I, that was a joke about the may or may not be female. Oh, no. I didn't know that was, that was what it was. She was female. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Scratching and bruising around the face is the latest reports. Oh, so he clawed her as well. <laughs> Scratch. Full on cat fight. Kitty got claws. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. he's done us. He's absolutely done us. Yeah, if he wasn't, stuff. yeah, I mean, he spent some time in Baltimore last didn't he so it probably didn't help oh, uh, oh. wow wow okay raven smash uh yeah so <laughs> he obviously went back home to alabama yeah. and got in a scuffle with his missus yep third degree domestic violence i don't know what the degrees are but any degrees are not a good degree exactly we do not condone any degree no of domestic violence no degree so you're a naughty boy t rich yeah yeah. Anyway, I don't know if he's... Well, I'm not sure he's actually going to get charged of anything. Don't care, he's done us. He is done. So he hopefully is... this is the last time we've got to talk about Trent Richardson. I don't want to talk about domestic violence at all, so I'm going to move on, and he's done in the NFL. Okay. So, I've got one that I think you're going to like, actually, King, because you don't know about this. Okay. Michael Floyd. Yes. Michael Floyd, the wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is this the video it's... where he got drunk? No. That was hilarious. No. It's been sentenced to 24 days in jail. He's already in jail right now. And then he's got another 96 on house arrest for extreme DUI in Arizona. That, that, well, have you seen the video of it? Well, I haven't seen the video of it. Have you not seen the video? I'm not sure there is a video of it. The police video. Well, was that the first time or second time he's done for DUI? Did he get done again? Yeah, he got done in college. Oh, no, this is the one that I saw like, okay. before he joined the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. It's extreme DUI. Have you not seen the video? No. Oh my god, watch it when you, we stop recording. Alright, we will. It is hilarious. Okay. And no wonder it's called Extreme. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Dangerous. Mm. Luckily, Stupid. didn't hit anyone, didn't kill anyone, yeah. didn't hurt anyone, so we can laugh about it now. Yeah. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. He had no. I've, I've never been that drunk that I don't know who I am, where I am, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Let alone stop to traffic light. Stop like, a car. Stopped at a traffic light, fell asleep. Light changed three times with a police car behind him. Because <laughs> <laughs> absolutely ripped off. Twenty four days in jail, that's a lot though. And then ninety six under house arrest. That's a He's lot. He's gotta do thirty hours, I think, community service, a five thousand dollar fine, which is nothing obviously. No. But uh yeah. I I would have I think that's harsh from a sentencing perspective. I saw how drunk he was. It's not He'd obviously been done before. Yeah, but he didn't hurt anyone. Get him to rehab. I don't think 
it's is, stupid. Is it extreme it's just really stu- It was extreme. It was regular. It was extreme. It was extreme. It was extreme. Watch the video later, seriously. It was extreme. You'll laugh. Did you know, King, that in, our, in the state of Arizona, there's actually super extreme DUI you can get done for uh, as well? What do you need to do to get that, then? <laughs> super extreme DUI is a thing. It's if you get caught with your blood alcohol level at over 0.200, then you're done for super so 80%, extreme DUI. You're 80% alcohol at that point. I don't, know. I don't know. I wasn't good at science over, or maths. Over twenty so. percent, I think, is what it's saying. Yeah, Point sure. two. <laughs> so yeah, you can get done for super. I'd love to get done for super extreme. No, you wouldn't. That's stupid. Not DUI, but just super extreme influence. Anything. <laughs> yeah, walking under the influence. anything. WUI. That's safe, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Just that. Have, have that on your record. Uh, I can't really argue with this. Sorry, sensor. Michael he Floyd. Was, he was smashed, Stupid. but he. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would have gone down the rehab route. I think. Yes. Personally, then we've mm-hmm. got uh, Darrell Revis. Oh, Darrell! Did he get popped as of well? Of all the times, you know, when you've not had a good year, you might well get cut because of the amount of cap you're taking up for the Jets. I would cut. Well, I know you would. So I don't know if you've seen the TMZ video of this yet. No, but, I haven't. Uh, this one I haven't seen. He was out in I think it was Pittsburgh on a okay on the. Thursday night. Yep. And a couple of young guys spot him walking down the street. Right. In the uh, more um, urban south side, I guess, is okay. what they called it. And they, so they run up to him. Just a rougher part of the neighborhood. Just a rougher part of the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah okay, yep. So they see him walking along on his own, I think. And so they run up to him and say, oh, you're Darrell Revis. And he's like, yeah, all right. And then they actually pull out some a mobile phone and start filming him. And, of course, he gets a bit annoyed after a few minutes and, you know, turn it off, turn it off, why are you filming me? And, obviously, a scuffle ensues. And the Not next... obviously. I've not, not seen the video. <laughs> well, this is what the report says from the police, is that a, a scuffle ensued and these two guys got laid out. It's, dire- it's He's a professional athlete. Yeah. I'm not shocked that they got laid out. Whether it was him that actually did the laying out or not, we don't know. But he has been arrested... Mm-hmm. And charged with two felony counts of aggravated assault, one felony count of robbery and conspiracy, and a felony count of um, terroristic threats. Oh. Not quite sure what that means. But, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Darrell's actually due a 2 million roster bonus in March, another 13 million base salary, with 6 million of that guaranteed. He's going to need every season. penny of that when he has to pay these two guys out. Yeah. Do you know what? I, all I can say about the whole situation, I haven't seen the video, so I'm not going to comment, mm. is those guys are geniuses. Because <laughs> next time I see a millionaire, I'm going to film him to the well, point where he punches me in the face <laughs> and I am going to get a load of money in a settlement, mm. out of court settlement. Mm. Although I probably wouldn't let it get to the police. I'd be like, look, I've got this video. And well, the, yeah, it might have been one of his... Hook a brother know, up. One of his cronies behind him that maybe stepped in or something. We don't know if it's actually Darrell that did anything, but I hope it was because at was least Darrell. if you're going to have to pay him, which he's going to, even if it was one of his cronies, yeah, at least you got the licks in yourself. That's <laughs> I don't condone violence, but, mm. but yeah, but if you're going to get done for it, you might as well have done it. Yeah, and uh, it's not really a story, but Joey Porter has pleaded uh, no contest to his uh, lifting up, lifting up a bouncer. We uh, picked in him January. up. He picked him up, didn't he? Picked up a bouncer. We didn't realise. We didn't. Re- we weren't sure Let's on which pickup it was. Yeah, yeah. But we found out it was an, in an aggressive manner, not in a mm, uh, not in a cuddly manner. Not in a cuddly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like endearing. You know. Yeah. Sweet. 
Joey Porter is sweet. Lovable. <laughs> yeah. It's quite an aggressive manner, so yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, basically, don't go out in Pittsburgh or Cincinnati. Don't hang around NFL players when the season's finished. Why? That's ridiculous. That's the worst statement to make. <laughs> Why? Because I would definitely hang around with NFL players when the season's finished. Not these three. No, just well, OB- OBJ. Up. In Miami, <laughs> OBJ in Miami. Even even when the, the season's even when the season's on, he's there anyway. <laughs> but yeah, okay. That I, was fun I like to watch. I like that news. I like that segment. That was good. That was enjoyable. Thank you. I had fun. Let's take a break and let's come back for the defensive Ooh. team of the year. Oh dear, lovely. Let's do it. Welcome back, boys and girls, to the final part of the Jim the King NFL podcast for Defence Wins Championships. Yes, indeed. It's time, King. It is time. We've done the Rookie Team of the Year. Yep. Now we need to pick our 3-4 defence for 2016-17. Yes, that slash gets me every time. <laughs> it does. Let's go. Should we do it again, then, defensive end starter? Yep. So you, you. Go first? So you. Jadeveon Clowney is my first pick. Clowney's your first end. pick? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Interesting. He managed to get 14 games under his belt this season. He did. Which is great news for he, the league. It is. 52 tackles, six sacks, and he's starting to look like the player that we hoped he would be when he was picked first overall in 2014 by the Texans. Ah. And as yeah. much as, you know... What still put up the stats early on? He was injured for a lot of the season, so I actually think Clowney stepped up and uh, and was the fulcrum of that defense after that. So just the way he was manhandling some of those teams later on in the season, yep, and into the playoffs as well. Yep, no, he looked good. He looked good. He's not on my team. <laughs> he looked great this year. Nice to see him not looking like a bust. So that's- yes. That's good to see. Okay. Uh, I think I know who one of your defensive ends is going to be. Oh, actually, I've got no idea. You have no idea. No, I've I've got no idea. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Go on, you pick one of yours then. I've gone for a surprise because I don't think you'd have picked him. Um, Michael Bennett, I've gone with Seattle Seahawks. Okay. No, I haven't gone with Michael Bennett. Why haven't you gone with Michael Bennett? I went with Devon Clowney. Yeah, but who's your other one? Well, let's talk about Michael Bennett for a second, shall we? I just think he's great. Frankly, the end. The end. Michael Bennett. The <laughs> any reason end. why this season he's great every a, he's great every year. He's just well, one he's frighteningly good. He is, you know, well he he just speaks for himself, mate. He's just that good. He um he gets double team now, so he creates opportunities. Because Cliff Avery actually on the other side to him had a really really good season. Yeah, and had more sacks than him. Looked like he had more production, but it's because of how disruptive Michael Bennett is on the other side. He takes double teams, they shift the blocking across to stop him. And despite having limited output when it came to the, on the statistics side of things, very he was so disruptive this season. Okay. So I went with him from a disruption standpoint more than I did a statistics standpoint this year. But okay. I thought he was excellent throughout the season. Fair enough. He's a very good player. He is. I don't think we've picked any bad players. I'm for sure. Well, not. you have no idea who I've picked. So. <laughs> That's why I put the caveat in there. Yes. I yes. think my other defensive end for this season was a bit of a veteran. Okay. Calais Campbell. 
Oh, there's a snub alert. (laughs) Snub alert. Okay. Claire's Campbell. Had a great year. Eight sacks, two forced fumbles, six passes deflected, the safety versus the... Pick six as well? No, he didn't have a pick six. Did he not? No. But he had a great season. He um, did have a good year. On a bad team. On a bad team. He was the kind of bright spot, along with Tyron Matthew. There was very little, and maybe Pete, Patrick Peterson Patch, had a good season. Peterson but, had a good year. But really, it wasn't enough to no, cover the rest of the no. team. And had a young buck in the wings, waiting in the wings. It was a yeah. first round pick that he managed to sort of stifle from, frankly, getting off, getting his butt off the bench. Yeah. Um, in Kandichi. I agree. That he's a good player. He's not in my team either. <laughs> good choice with I was Claire's thinking Campbell. about these kind of players that really did make a difference for their team. And yeah, Claire's absolutely. Had a great season. And you've snubbed Khalil Mack. No. Oh, you put him outside linebacker? Yeah. Oh, you've done it me. I can't <laughs> even have a go. Rewind that snub alert. I've got... Re- I've retracted my snub. Thank uh, you. I've got Khalil Mack at defensive end. Okay. Because you'll find out why. Well, all right. We'll but I've done, basically, I've done... I'm emulating my rookie team. I've got Khalil Mack, defensive end. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I think we know who we're going to put as nose tackle. Do we? Does he play in LA? He does, yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, we're unanimous on that. Um, Khalil Mack. I was close to not doing it, actually. Who would you have gone with if you weren't going to go with that? Oh, hang on. Let me finish about Khalil Mack first. All right. Let me finish about Khalil Mack, because this mm-hmm. guy is now the captain on his team as well. So not only is he playing fantastically well, not only did he get double-digit sacks again. 11. Oh, did he force five fumbles? Yeah, he did got he a recover? Touchdown. Did he recover three of those fumbles? Yeah, he got an interception or well, pick six. Pick six. Three passes deflected. Yeah, so basically, Khalil Mack's amazing. And that's why he's defensive end for me. Let's move on then to... <laughs> yeah, let's move on to, to tackle, because we've both gone with the same guy. We've gone with Aaron Donald. For sure. For sure. For the LA Rams. Played all 16 games, got ejected from one of them. Yep, don't care. Love his tenac- uh, tenacity. Yeah, forty-seven combined tackles, eight sacks, five passes deflected, two forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. He was just an absolute menace. He is a menace, and he's, he's been a menace, a menace since he joined the league. Frankly, yep. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He just walks. He walks into any team of the year. He is so powerful from the inside, mm-hmm. and for someone who everyone said was undersized as a defensive lineman coming out of pit, he was the thirtieth <laughs> pick, but he's only six foot one. Which for a ta- yeah. defensive tackle isn't that that is undersized, big. yeah. He's also two hundred eighty-five pounds. Mm, that's not, and that's not massive either. No, it's not small, but it's about right. It is solid muscle. Yeah, he is a frightening human being, and he's frightening to play against. And he lives in the backfield. Mm. He he lives there. He's not even using his strength, which he could do. He's so fast off the line. He reads counts amazingly. So I'm really pleased you picked him because I said all season I thought he was the best defensive player in the league. You've been creaming over this guy since we started this. So I, wasn't I was creaming start. about him when he was at Pitt. Yeah. When so he's coming into the start draft. picking against him now. <laughs> when he came out of the draft, they took, when the Rams took him 13th, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. That is a steal. So, yes. I, uh, I thank you for using the word creaming. <laughs> thank you for that. It's all right. But I agree. My pleasure. I have been. You're absolutely right. Yep. So, I mean, I, I've, we already know one of my outside linebackers, which was Khalil Mack. Yep, good choice. Uh, outside of Davion Clowney on that side. Oh, that you've been gone fun. there. Okay, okay. 
So, uh, who are you going with then? You've got an extra outside linebacker, don't you? I have. I'm going to go with Von Miller. <sighs> yeah. And I'm putting him outside of Khalil Mack. <laughs> okay. okay. He's creaming now, Jim. Yeah. I, see, I can see your face. It's like... Done well. <sighs> Done well. Uh, yeah, so I've gone with Von Miller. Right. Just another fantastic season from him again, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I, it was very yeah very consistent. I thought about chucking Ryan Kerrigan in there. Maybe he had a decent year. Um, I actually think, despite them floundering towards the back end of the season, um, I actually thought that um, uh, Brian uh, sorry uh, Brian Arakpo had a good year as well. Yeah. Um, Titans look in the middle like they were about to step up and then had a few wobbles towards. I the end reckon Jarrell Case had a better year than Arakpo in Tennessee. Casey plays tackle though yeah I know but that's testament to how well he was doing he was my third choice at tackle Jarrell Casey he was my second choice at tackle interesting I went with Sue was my second no, choice no Sue was my third but um, no either way either way right, sp- so it's by the by 13 and a half sacks this season for Von Miller uh, three force fumbles uh, and three passes defended Yeah, and he was actually asked to rush less this season um, a lot of people don't know but Bosa, despite playing a limited amount of games or a reduced amount of games compared to Von Miller, actually rushed the passer more than right. Von Miller did. So Von Miller uh, had more of a zone scheme where he's dropping out Why into coverage. Why did they do that? Because Von Miller's great at getting edge rush and hitting the quarterback. He is. But I think there was a couple of reasons. One, Wolf in the inside also gets pass rush. Shane Ray had a breakout year. Um, he did. Really stepped up. They still had Demarcus Ware when healthy. Mm. Um, and also a lot of times that they were sliding the blocking over to his side which is what we, I talked about with Michael Bennett and it freed up someone like Ray to step in and have a really good season and right. uh, and and Miller's you know he's his hand-eye coordination is strong enough and he's athletic enough to drop into coverage and, and do a job there as well so um, it was more of a sort of being less predictable uh, and trying to take advantage of of the offences being so frightened of his talents as a pass rusher that you can create blitzes on the other side. So, so Von Miller was one of your outside linebackers. He was. Who was the other one? Then? Vic Beasley was the other one. Okay. Vic Beasley led the league in sacks, I believe. Was he not yours? No. Oh my god! <laughs> we got difference again. Yeah, we haven't got the same outside linebackers. We've got neither of the same. No, that's outrageous. <laughs> yeah, he had um he he didn't have a sophomore slump, let's put it that way, Vic Beasley. No. Second season, fifteen and a half sacks, which led the league, six forced fumbles and two passes defended. He also had a touchdown on a forced fumble as well, which is quite impressive. Led his yeah. team to the Super Bowl. Didn't show much <laughs> in the Super Bowl, but uh had an excellent season. Yeah, um, he did. Yeah. Had some pressures in the Super Bowl but didn't sort of have the stats to to pad up there but I just like his I like his pace I like his uh, you know his he's becoming more of a finesse player as well he's sort of honing his skills over time which is good to see um, and I think Dan Quinn's really helped him this season yeah I didn't go with him okay I, I do agree he had a great season uh huh but uh, I went with one of two picks for the most improved defence in 2016 which was the New York Giants I picked Olivier Vernon as my outside linebacker. I like that pick. Thank you. <laughs> Eight and a half sacks was the big one for me, uh, for Vernon. He just had a great season, played all 16 games. Yep. Uh, 63 combined tackles as well. Yep. Um, he was just great. 
him and my other picker for the giant. Well, not even my only other pick, but uh, Jason Pierre-Paul as well. Such a great front seven. Uh, you didn't pick him. We didn't, didn't pick Jason no. Pierre-Paul. But I'm saying there were some standouts on that Giants defense for a change. Yeah, one may crop up later for me. Well, two, yes. two actually may crop up later for me. I've got one more to come, which two. I'm guessing is the same one. The same ones. I've got, got two. two. Uh, yeah, Olivier Vernon. He got back to even a little bit better actually than what used to be at the Dolphins. So it's 2014, 13, I think it was. Yeah, the big season, didn't he? At one point. Yeah, he's he's kind of got back to that that great season he had. Yep. So yeah, he was my other choice outside linebacker. Interesting. Interesting. What? Neither of us have gone for Lorenzo Alexander, who had a really good season. I know, yeah. but I don't trust. No it. bills. I don't trust it. No. I've got so my first of my two linebackers. Interesting. Inside, you're going to go with. Oh, you're going to go with Shazier, aren't you? Let's try Telvin Smith for the Jags. Love that pick. Thank you. He might be my favorite. 118 player. tackles, a sack, a pass, to eight pass deflected, two interceptions. One of the quickest linebackers you'll ever see in your life. Yeah, he's Derek Brooks reincarnated. Yeah. Um. It was relatively easy for me to pick that. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, Telvin Smith is one of my inside linebackers. Interesting. I've also gone for Telvin Smith. Ooh! We finally found some consistency here. Yeah, he's one of my favourites, and I mentioned him too many times this season for me not to put him in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, Your s- other one? Snub. Well, my snub that I nearly put in was CJ Mosley, who, despite having a bad season last year and being r- rookie of the year the year before, <laughs> yeah. he stepped up again... Sh- and sort of stamped his authority, showed leadership, and had a really good season. Yeah. He was my snub. The other one, do you know what's interesting? I've gone for Dante, uh, Dante Hightower. Okay. Because um, I like I like to have someone, I've mentioned leadership a number of times in this podcast, but it's, we're, we're, getting, we're coming down to the crux of these are the best players at their position. Mm-hmm. Um, and he absolutely is that. Was a leader at, at Bama uh, when he was there under Nick Saban. Uh, has then come in and played immensely well. He's only 26. He's a mainstay in that team. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. He was a second-team All-Pro this year as well, which is important. He also won two BCS championships. So what you're starting to see now is a trend that this guy puts himself in a position to win. He does everything right. He had that really key sack in the Super Bowl as well, which tipped tipped him over the edge because I thought about chucking Luke Keekley in there despite missing so many games. Mm-hmm. He was still played immensely well, but yeah, for me, Dante Hightower is my other middle linebacker because he's uh, a bit more of a basher, and he can also rush the passer, which is which is underrated. Yeah. So yeah, that okay. was that was my pick. You happy with that or not? Oh yeah, I'm happy with that. I don't know why I picked. Who have you gone with? My other inside linebacker. Yep. Bobby Wagner for the Seahawks. Very good choice. Thank you. Very good choice. Played again all 16 games. He Which did. Is a big help. 167 tackles. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Uh, four and a half sacks, three passes deflected, an interception in that as well. Um, just a mainstay of that Seahawks yep. region of boom. Yeah. And you've got some guys that can catch the ball and cover inside. Yes. I'll give you that. Yep. Good so choice. There you go. Not Ryan Shazier. Oh. No Ryan for me. No. No. It's close. He had a good year. He had a very good year. He had a good year. It was a very good... He played 13 games. 
I don't want to hear more than he's I, ever done. I don't want to hear Shazier's stance. I'm happy with <laughs> I'm happy with Bobby Wagner. But right, it's a, it's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Wagner had a great great season, and I'm going to pick the best player for this year. He is a special player. I agree with that. Thank you. I agree. We got four positions left, King. We so have. It's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, uh, it just sounded good. Let's go. <laughs> let's start with a cornerback. Oh. You or me? You. Me? You. I'm going with my boy, Marcus Peters. I've got Marcus Peters as well. You haven't? Have. You have. I've got Marcus Peters. Oh, this is the happiest day of my life. Yep. You hate Marcus Peters. I don't. Six interceptions. He was lined up almost always at left cornerback position, so he was... Oh, no, I'm getting rid of him then. What? I don't want him. I didn't realise he only played one corner. No, he didn't. I said he mostly played there. Yeah, that's... He was mostly covering the number one receiver. Yeah, but you mostly don't play there, then you follow them around. As a result, Philip Gaines was being targeted. Uh, Philip no gains. Exactly. <laughs> well, lots of gains for the opposition. Uh, yeah. That's it a gym a... joke, right? Gains. Is Gaines. that a gym joke? Yeah. I think, like a, I think that's like happened a gym joke. That happens at a gym? I don't know. I have no idea. Don't ask me. No, you get a coffee at a gym, don't you? Oh, I want... Oh, no. I think I've snubbed someone to place for my team. Uh, <laughs> I just thought, because well, I, ha- I have to lot. pick the other guy. You can't You can't pick Haywood. Oh, yeah, I was going to pick like Half a season. Don't care. He led the league in <laughs> interceptions. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm, I've got my Marcus Peters as well. Fine, he's in my Thank team you. as well. <laughs> okay, let's do a safety. Are we not going for both corners? We'll go back to the other corner. Okay. 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 Let's have a safety from you, King. You want a safety from mm. from little old me? Yep. Landon Collins. Yeah. Landon Collins. 125 combined tackles, 100 on his own. Yep. 13 passes deflected, 5 interceptions. One of them might have been the best interception six, return ever. 4 sacks. That we watched live. We did. Yeah. <laughs> this boy was insane. He was. He was. They shouldn't have been doing that much from that position. No, no. And shouldn't have been. Just made the Giants exciting to watch on defense. Yep, another Nick Saban coached Alabama player stepped mm. into the NFL and playing fantastically tasty. well. Yeah, tasty, tasty indeed. Uh, yeah, Landon Collins for me is a standout for the win. Safety. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see someone argue against Landon Collins being in this defensive mm-hmm. team of the year. Yeah, for sure. Good luck, whoever that is. Yep. Skip Bayless, maybe. <laughs> And then the other safety. I've gone for Harrison Smith. Ooh. Purely because just they went five and zero. Vikings. They went five and zero. They still play they well did. on defense. It was just their offense that just could not put points up towards the back yeah, end of the season. Sam Bradford. Yeah. Playing to his true strengths. And the injury, the loss of Adrian Peterson as well was was an issue, but Harrison Smith played immensely well throughout the season which frankly he's done for his whole career which is is good to see and yeah I went with him I had Harrison Smith's name here I've actually scrubbed it out Have you? did you actually? yeah I had it written down right okay I scrubbed him out and I put another name in instead who have you put in? I put in Eric Berry it was my other choice but I went <laughs> with Harrison Smith I went with Eric Berry 77 combined tackles 9 passes deflected 4 interceptions 2 pick 6's a forced fumble this boy's back like ballroom dancing. He was all over the place this season. Yeah. I loved seeing him back. Yeah, I like that. In a team of standout defenders, he stands out. 
He does. He does. I will see your tackles and raise you ninety-one though, and two <laughs> and two sacks. But who's counting? I am. <laughs> I'm counting. I'm counting. Mogo came back from a serious disease. All right. I'm, what? <laughs> That's not an argument. Let's get the sub story out, shall That's we? That's not an argument. That he is, un, you know, he's a special, special guy. Mm. And <laughs> what, what do you mean by that? I just mean the fact that to come back from leukemia and, and forget even the football aspect of this, to come yeah. back and be healthy is mm-hmm. is one thing, and then to come back and still be an elite player at is, the top of the game at, is abs- is ridiculous. And I can do nothing but wish that guy the best. Um, but Harrison Smith was better than him this season. Yeah, he wasn't. There we go. Oh, okay. That's an A1 and AB. We've got one more position to fill then. We have. This is going to be interesting because I'm pretty sure you won't have who I've got. I've gone with Janoris Jenkins. I'm pretty I sure I won't. Jenkins. He was amazing. He did have a great season. You're right. He was amazing. He was all right. Yeah. What do you mean? He was all right. <laughs> he was pretty good. He was great. Pretty good. I thought it was going to be a huge loss. For, for the Rams. For the Rams, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a huge loss because he'd been great, actually, frankly, while he was there. Yeah. And he's come in and played better somehow. <laughs> what three <you> three <laughs> interceptions. You he's another ball hawk. He's averaging about th- three to four interceptions a season, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, three interceptions, forced fumble, 18 passes defended. Yeah. Oh, this guy. <laughs> this guy was unbelievable. It was one of the bonehead trade outs from the Rams, wasn't it, I suppose? Well they just let him go in free agency, didn't they? Let him go in free agency. Signed a five year deal worth sixty two and a half million. Mm. Yep. Is yep. that it? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh but yeah, okay. he was he was great. He was one of the top corners in the league. Made the pro pro bowl this year, which is the first time he's done that as well. So I know based on our conversation last week about the offences, you like it when someone Elevates their play this season. Yeah, there you go. You've been listening to me. Yeah, I have been. I have been. So, uh, yeah, I went with Janoris Jenkins. Okay. Yeah, my last pick was Willie Gay for the Steelers. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Right. <laughs> Your <Yours>. face. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't put it past you. That's outrageous. I don't do that. I didn't pick Ryan Shazier this year, damn it. He wasn't as good as Bobby Wagner. Oh. But that's why I didn't pick him. Well, good. That's how the game works. Why Carry I'm on. not picking Willie Gay. <laughs> you fell right into my honey trap. Right. I picked Xavier Rhodes. Yes, he had a good year. He only allowed a 39.2% passer rating against him. Five interceptions. He allowed only 40% of his catches against him to be completed. Yep. And he had a pick six versus the Cards King. I don't even remember. They clocked him at 22.4 mile an hour. Yeah, it was the f- at the time. I don't know if it was the fastest in the year, but up to that point, he was the fastest runner yeah. of the whole season. Yeah. Yep. This kid's just getting better and better. And you put him where? Safety. Corner. Cornerback. I was going to say, thank God for that. He's a corner. <laughs> like you said, that Vikings defense needs some love, and Xavier Rhodes was a standout on that team. I was about to say exactly the same thing. I'm glad you gave the Vikings defense a shout out because they had a good year. They did. Um, it wasn't them that fell apart. Nope, it was not. Uh, yes, I agree. He he did well. Another guy. He's got a name like a Marvel superhero as well. Yeah, he has. He has. Amazing name. It is a great name. Um, longest interception return of 2016, which is a Vikings franchise record, 100 yards, which mm-hmm. is the one you're talking about. Yep. Most of it past defender. Oh, it was a few years ago, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he looked great this season. He stepped up. Another guy like Janoris Jenkins, where it's the first year he's been voted to the Pro Bowl. 
Yeah. So that's two. Both of us, I think, were on a similar wavelength when it came to that. So Ooh. I, uh, I agree. I just think Jenkins pipped him. <laughs> Couldn't outrace him. Just me. <laughs> just me that thinks that, and everyone else. But carry on. Uh, just you. Anyway, yes, good teams. Yeah, good teams. Let's see what everyone thinks. And you're more than welcome to get onto us on Twitter at Jim and the King. Yeah. You can go on jimandthekingcom and there's links to all the stuff there. You can leave comments. Twitter's the best one, though. Twitter's the best one. Obviously, we aren't doing YouTube videos at the moment. No. Because we're not doing pics. And so. my hair's growing. Yeah. And I'm in that. I look like a microphone. Your hair's in training camp. I look like a microphone phase. <laughs> yeah, that's outrageous. So, yeah, if you want to comment, make sure you're hitting us up on Twitter. Subscribe in as well. And subscribe to the podcast if you're just streaming this for the first time on SoundCloud. Yep. We love you if you subscribe and leave um, a lovely five-star review. Yeah. No, it doesn't hurt. And I know this season's finished and we're going to do sporadic probably, maybe not every week, but we're going to try and do as many as we can over the summer. Yep. Um, But just want to say thank you very much to everyone who's been listening, uh, especially our consistent listeners as well. Yes. So thank you. Yeah. But we're going to try and keep going until at least the draft's finished. So, oh, well, we, I don't know. Got, this is news to me. Yeah. Stuff. We've got some stuff in the pipeline, King. We've got it, some people lined up to help us out. Oh, interesting. Get through the next few weeks. I we've got the combine so soon as well. I didn't know that. The combine's coming up as well. Yeah. So we get to talk all about the uh, rookie draft class. Yeah. The workout warriors. There, <laughs> as well as who is there. Yeah, indeed. That'd be good. Yeah. So that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, though, I've been Jim. That's been the King. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.